The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. going on bro but if you're really that passionate about that and you really want to do it fucking write it and get it in front of the right eyes dude you know how big that book is to turn it into a series script oh it's just the treatment is what i should do because you you hire writers to write all the episodes out right not necessarily bro not necessarily dude ain't got time for that if that's your i got a job let me tell you something say you did write the treatment I Say got Stephen it. King backed it, and he walked it to Netflix, and they wanted you to write Look all the that, episodes. With the neighborhood and shit? Yeah, yeah. Tell me you wouldn't put everything else on hold to be able to go and do that. And you're dumb if you don't. In August 2014, King mentioned that there had been discussions about turning the regulators into a TV series, but no other mention was made thereafter. Read it. Read it and mm. tell me if you can understand what I'm saying in, in terms of this could be a, a TV series. Are you reading a book right now? I'm reading the one Trev gave me. But I'm like 50 pages in now, so let me get through that, and then I'm going to hop on the regulators Yo, ASAP. get into Bachman, dude. I don't think I've ever read a Richard Bachman, dude. Hmm? No. And I have a really? book. I have a book that has a copy of, um, what's it called? Uh, um, Rage, the one that they don't print anymore. I have a copy. It's called the Bachman Books, and it's a collection of his like first four stories or something like that. And Rage is in there. Have you ever seen a picture of Richard Bachman? Oh yeah, I've seen a picture. Okay, of him. yeah. Just Remember when he died? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, Rage, Jesus. The Long Walk, mm-hmm. Road Work, and The Running Sun- Man. Ah, Thinner, Thinner. Oh, okay. Uh, the Bachman Books. Yes, that's the one I got. It's got like four of them in there. Oh, Rage, Long Walk. Oh, it's it's all four of those stories together. Then The Regulators. So he went from 1985, which was the collection. So the last book was Thinner, 1984 by Bachman. Okay. And then in 1996, it took him 12 years before he put out another book. Interesting. And then 2007 was Blaze. And that was published posthumously, wasn't it? Correct. So regulators, dude, yeah, get on it, read it, tell me if you can, while you read it and you envision it in your head, start looking at it from the scope of a Netflix series, something like that, that just kind of breaks it down episode after episode. Well, what they do with a lot of his projects, try and make it into a mini series. Not mini. I'm talking like already planned for three to four seasons. Oh, if you that do, long. If you do it right. If you do okay. it right. Because listen, Stephen King, dude, when he writes, dude, you have to delve into his characters. You have oh, to delve yeah, into easy. how they are. Yes. Because he writes like little historical things about why they are the way they are in like four sentences. Have you seen? And you could do a whole episode on something like that. Dude, have you seen Castle Rock yet? Any of it? No. You need to bring me back for another special episode of this, and we need to do Castle Rock. Episode one. And when you say episode of this, we're talking about two time. I'm Chris. 
And I'm Jim. You're not Courtney. No, I'm not Courtney. Courtney's not here today. Jim's sitting in special. We're talking Stephen King, but that's not what the episode's about. No. But we are talking about someone else that is a creepy producer, writer, director. Who within the last... When did his first film come out? Uh, maybe, let me see, two, three, seven years ago. Okay, so within the, years last, ago? within the last 10 years, uh, being generous, has cemented themselves into the modern horror genre. Yes, we're talking about Jordan Peele. Yes, and, and, and Key. Yeah, well, no, we're going to get there. <laughs> but I wanted to say the reason you're here okay. is you and I do a podcast. We do? Called? Out of the Shadows. Which is? A mostly 80s horror podcast. You say mostly because? Because sometimes we do deviate from the 80s because sometimes eh, you need a break, man. Too much neon and and hairspray. You need a break from that. Too much titties. That too. Too much (laughs) vagine. Well, yeah, depending on what you're watching, yeah. Well, the last one we saw. Yeah, yeah. Reanimator, new episode. Go check it out. Hey, hey. But yeah, so you're here to, to to fill in for Courtney. Yes. We do a show together that follows the In Search of Darkness documentary, mm-hmm. part one. Streaming uh, on uh, uh, Shudder. Yeah, that covers all the 80s horror, right? Yes. Just in case people haven't heard you on this show before, mm-hmm. like they're new, this is their first episode, and they're like, oh, these guys are awesome. Listen, yeah, he's not the normal... I mean, I mean, don't feed my ego, Chris, but... <laughs> Go check out Out of the Shadows if you want more me and Jim, because normally it's me and Courtney. Mm-hmm. Listen to our other episodes and you'll get it. Courtney, who I am not. <laughs> <laughs> She's think... way more colorful in her vocabulary than I am. Yeah, that's exactly... So, Dude, I was going to go the trucker, even compete. <laughs> trucker or sailor route. Which What was I going to say? Which comment was I going to make? Um, I'm going to refrain from making a comment. <laughs> But uh, but we're talking about Jordan Peele because mm-hmm. you and I do a horror podcast. Yes. We just finished 1985 horror movies, yep. and we're taking a break, and in the next month, we're going to cover Jordan Peele horror movies. Yes. So I said, I need somebody to help me out because Courtney couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. Jim, texted can you do me this? last minute. Can you do this? You're like, sure. What do you want to do? And like, yeah, I got a boring life. Nothing else is going on tonight. <laughs> what do you got for me? I'm like, I got a boring life. I mean, instead of doing something else exciting, I'm still going to try to record this podcast. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. It's not boring because this it's, was fun. It's work put in, bro. It's hours put in. So I was like, um, I think what I would like to do okay. is a top five something. Okay. And then I threw back at you, you know what? No. We're about to watch some uh, Key and peel things mm-hmm. for Out of the Shadows. Yes. Why don't we watch the first episode for you filling in on Tube Time? And I said, what a wonderful idea. And that's what we did. Crazy, crazy, does, does, does this crazy, crazy makeup for adjustment, just like you. Jamming on the first, first one plan, but you won't, girl. So, my exposure to Kim Peel. Uh, my first exposure to Key and Peele was probably... I never really got into the show um, at first. It was probably like the clips of the Aaron a- uh, sketch um, that I was first exposed to. Those are then, so good because uh, my buddy in Florida I play guitar with. Uh-huh. Aaron. Aaron. And because my wife's name's Aaron, Aaron. I call my wife Aaron. I call him Aaron. A- so it doesn't go. <laughs> it, doesn't so it doesn't confuse conflict. itself. Um, so that was probably my first exposure to Key and Peele. But then... Then recently, within the last five years, I was like, you know, I'm going to start watching it. So I've, I watched it for a little while and then fell off and I haven't been back to it. But I um, I think I've seen first 
season or so. And they're fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yes, they are. They are. <laughs> dude, I've seen all I've seen all seasons. So the reason we're covering them on Out of the Shadows is I've always said people were surprised when Jordan Peele came out of doing a sketch comedy show mm-hmm. and his first outing as a director, his first offering to the public was not comedy. It wasn't it wasn't even drama or like coming of age or anything that you would think like somebody that was making people laugh or or trying to trying to really affect people, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, on mm-hmm. on a on a visceral level. They were not expecting Jordan Peele to come out with Get Out horror. Oh yeah. And here's the thing, psychological he, horror too. In very w- social social commentary and to the degree that it was done. Exactly. Cuz he fucking killed it right out of the gate. Exactly. Now, had he made a comedy film, I don't know if he would be held with the revere that he is. Well, here's the thing. I don't know how much they had in terms of production. Maybe they did, but Key and Peele did put out a movie that was comedy. It it was um something Keanu and it was a cat. Oh, yes. Okay. Right? Yes. But when you think Jordan Peele, the first thing that comes to mind is well, and horror again, this movies. is his this is his solo project. Key uh Key is not involved right. here. Right. Keegan Michael Key, uh whatever his last name is, is not involved Keegan, here. Yeah. Um, Keegan Keegan Michael what is it? I don't know. Bro, I don't know, bro. I don't remember either. <laughs> Um, I feel bad now. I hope he's really not listening to this. Um, Keegan, Keegan Michael Key. Yes, Key and the you know Key what the be- peel, bro. You know what the beautiful thing is? It's called editing. <laughs> Keegan Michael Key. Yes, he um, he's not involved here. This is his uh, Jordan Peele's first solo right, project. Right. And again, had he come out of the gate with a comedy film as his first solo project, I'm sure it would have killed. Um, but it's what would have been expected. I think. Right. The appeal with him is the fact that this is not the path people expected him to take, and, I, and now we're three films deep with horror. Yes, and it's like, and okay, he's already, and he's nailed it every single fucking time, dude. And he's already said it like this is his thing. He loves horror, and that's all we're gonna say on that. Because if you want to hear more, listen. Starting next week, yes. out of the shadows podcast, we're talking nothing but Jordan Peele. Yes. But the first episode will be Key and Peel because I've always said mm-hmm. when people were surprised that he went that route, I said, you're not a Key and Peel fan. See, and you and you brought this to me, and, and I thought this was a good idea because, again, I haven't seen the entire series. But I remember from what I had seen, there are Wait some till I show you. where I see that. So I'm going to be interested to see where you're coming from to see that. It's going to be interesting because it's not going to be a traditional type episode. You know Dude. what I mean? But anyway, go and listen to it. That's what we're talking about. But today we're talking about the very first episode of Key and Peel. So yes. what we're gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna I pulled up a this is called uh, Key and Peel or Ian Peel. There's no K. E Y and Peel issues dot fandom dot com. This is the list of episodes, and in the list of episodes they tell you what the sketches were. Yes. So this is how we're gonna relive them. Okay. Because we just watched them. Yes. And you had know you, me. Had you seen the first episode before? Yes, but not in a long time. Was it probably familiar? only once? Yeah, it was familiar. But again, I've only seen it once, so I I remembered them as they came up, but I couldn't remember them beat for beat. So, it was um, and brand you know new. how I get? I it can watch fresh. something, record right afterwards, like we are now, and I'm still not going to remember shit. So here we go. Lay it on me. First one. We open right away. The very first episode opens with two men who try to talk tougher on their mm. cell phones than they really are. So Key and Peel right away open up. Keys on the phone. 
Keegan's the corner. on the phone and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, honey, you know, I got, it's, it's your birthday, right? I got you the best seats, but I got to tell you, it wasn't what you wanted. I know you wanted to have these seats. And then here comes Peel walking out, right? Jordan Peel. But he's all dressed kind of thuggish. Like, yeah, I don't want to say thuggish, but like he's looking like a little harder. He's got, harder. The hat he's got to he's the side. a little harder dressed. Yes. He's got the, the puff vest. Yep, jacket thing, right? Hardcore he's all in black 90s, and shit, yep. right? He's coming out, and and Key kind of like, looks like Ice Cube, dude. And Key is bit. dressed in a, like a tracksuit, <laughs> yeah, like he's about to go running, and he's like, "Oh no, yeah, you know I got them theater tickets, yeah." <laughs> and and then uh, Peel's all like, "Oh yeah, dog, I'm almost gonna be there. Just give me a few minutes, man. I, I just gotta cross the street here." No, dog, I'm telling you, I'm across the street, and they're just like talking tough, 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 and and Key just they look at each other side eyed and blah blah blah. The light turns. Jordan Peele walks across the street. He's like, "Oh my God, Christian, I almost got mugged right." <laughs> <at the light." laughs> so right away, you know this show is about like literally making you laugh about shit that's like stereotypical. You know, oh yeah, dude. It's gonna be political. And it's gonna be socially common. There's, there's yeah. social commentary. Absolutely. And that's what we open with. And that's funny because I've heard that from friends. So I've had friends who are black, okay. but when they speak, they're they sound white unless they're just doing it around white people, right? I I, I don't know. It's to be called honest with you code switching, right? But yeah, well, they make a comment about this because this show is set up like so. Let, let's throw props where props is due. Mm-hmm. The Chappelle Show. Oh, absolutely, okay? dude. When Chappelle you can show see that this out, is definitely a child of that. Yes. When he but came out, he came out. Acceptable. He showed his sketch, and then there would be these cuts between where he's on stage talking mm-hmm. to a crowd with the TVs behind Telling him that jokes. was showing them yes. the sketch, right? And then he'd comment on them, and that's what they did. They comment it's, on it's the sketch comedy, but but pre-recorded. Yes, they comment on the fact that they're both black men, but they're of a mixed race. They're yes. black and mm-hmm. white, half mm-hmm. half black, half white, right? And so they talk about like what it the experience is for them as men that look more black than white, where they have to there's literally like a dial and they have to notch it up depending on how many kind of like what kind of black people they're around. Like, right? Like if they're white around a lot of whiter black people, then they realize that they all try to out black each other. Yeah, dude. Right? Code switching. You you guys reviewed um um what is it, loudmouth, right? Yeah. I always get it confused. Is it loudmouth yeah, or yeah, big yeah, mouth? Yeah, yeah. Big mouth. Season three, I think it yeah. is three or four. There's like a whole episode, a musical episode. There's like a musical number in there <laughs> they dedicated to talking about this, right? Yes. And I've been friends with with black people who have been that way, right? Mm-hmm. Like they'll talk a certain way around white people, but when they're around black people, they speak a, spe- a specific way, and that's the beauty behind Key and Peel is they open up immediately and say. We're not fucking around. We're going to comment on whatever we want and to comment. And ju- it's going back to what you said. It's just like the Chappelle show. What was the first episode of Chappelle show? The KK. <laughs> the blind white supremacist, dude. Right, dude? And they and they set you up in the first episode and say, this is what you're in for, so stick around because it's going to be right. a fun time. And I'm sold. And it's you know? not just black and white. It's also men and women. Yes. Because the very next one <laughs> is about like these two married guys who are married now. And the one, the couple comes over and they, you know, the women right away are like, oh, let me show you this part of my house. She's like, I want to see your house. And the guy's like, oh, how, how you been? How you doing? And then they start talking and it starts going to like, how's your relationship going? My wife's a pain in my ass kind of thing. Yep. And so when they start bitching to each other, they like to talk like they're tough. They like to talk like, like when their wife annoys them. Yep. They're like, 
Well, they're they're, listen, they're blowing was, themselves up to their yeah, buddy, dude. He's like, you know what? She was trying to do this, and I was like, listen, I don't want to do that. And she wanted to do it, and I looked her right in her fucking eyes, and I was just like, you know what? And then I they, said, they, I said. Then they stop. They both look up the stairs to see if the women are around, and then they go, I said, bitch. <laughs> and that's the gag. The entire time, the they titular get, episode. They get more and more away from the women. <laughs> they remove like they're themselves outside. further. They're up in a they're tree. They're in a tree, bro. They're in the basement. They're, they're in out a in tree. A field. They're out. Yes. And dude. when he's talking, the you can hear like the echo because they're out in the middle of nowhere. And they and stepped then, like, and I said, and I said. They're looking around. Dude pulls out Beach. binoculars. Yes. He's looking. <laughs> Jordan Pick pulls out his binoculars. He's dude. shading his eyes from the sun, trying to see, make sure his wife's not around. He's like, and he says it. He says, I said, I looked right in her ocular. And I said, bitch. And then what happens? He gets a phone call from his wife. <laughs> it's like they are listening, bro. And then they're out in space. Yes. They're out of Earth. And then Jordan's telling the story, and he wants to get it so that he can say it, and his wife's not around. He stops the story. He's got to feel absolutely safe, dude. He stops the story. They're looking around. They're looking around the the the, the shuttle. He gets up and walks out. You <laughs> Just hear hang like on, a, hang on, hang on. You hear. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, out the He's front of the cockpit. up in front of the windshield, dude. I said, bitch. He's and he floating <laughs> off into space. You know what it reminded me of there, though? Remind me of 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, nice. But it is funny, Or that really right? shitty George Clooney. Um, never saw it. Sandra Bullock. It. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Alejandro. Yeah, where they get lost in space. Yeah, I, that, was, I never saw it. Heard it about sucked. it. sucked. Gravity. But how funny, right? Like, this is the commentary about, like, the guys that do try mm-hmm. to talk tough about how they are with their, like, girlfriend or, or significant other. And then when the, the, that person's around, mm-hmm. they're not. Or about it, they dude. check to make sure that person's not listening. Think about it. That's two sketches in a row in their first episode where they're talking about, for lack of a better term, code switching. Yes. Immediately. Immediately. Yes. Then they have some fun. Mm -hmm. Now they're like, you know, we're going to comment on pop culture. Yes. Let's talk on reality shows. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about cooking reality shows. And let's well, take- and the way they introduce this dude, they're 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 giving you basically the subplot of yeah. like the evolution of reality shows. Yeah. I'm like, yep, from yep, where it was yep. just living in a house, <laughs> basically Big Brother. Not even that. Before that, what was uh, before that? The Real World. Ah, okay. See, I didn't watch MTV back then. The very first Real World was legit. Just pick, pick people from different parts of the country and different ways of the, of living. So New York City, mm, okay, Midwest. Uh, country bumpkin, L.A., Florida. Put so them the all in a house. Florida's not a City. country bumpkin. <laughs> put them all in a house in New York City. Have a whole bunch of cameras around and let them live. But then when they saw things happening, producers would step in and say, "Talk more about this. Like, what do you feel about this?" And, and then they'd film. Mm. But you would see things happen, and it was legit. The very first episode of The Real World was really a cool. Kind social of social experiment. experiment. Yeah. You saw a girl who came from like, I forgot, like Oklahoma or Nebraska mm-hmm. interacting with a black man who's a social advocate who wrote for like big papers in New York hmm. talking about race and how each of their experiences differed, but they were having arguments because they couldn't see each other's side. Dude, it was a really good show. And then it became about, then oh, they perverted it. It became about the conflict is awesome. This is what everybody loves. Let's let's add alcohol. Let's see what happens, right? But the evolution goes from that to like Survivor to like to like the, the big fashion thing. Yes. You know dude. what I mean? And then they said America's cooking. Let's see who's Paul. the best cook, right? Yes. People it, 
if you can put eggs and toast together and you're good at it, let's have somebody berate you and see how you feel, <laughs> right? And that's what they do with this. They do a chopped style kind of show yeah. where he's like he presents his dish, he's the last one. And Key plays this kind of Gordon Ramsay guy that starts out being like, you're a piece of shit. But <laughs> the reason you're a piece of shit is because you never did this sooner. <laughs> I wish I would have eaten this before. And he's getting like, oh, God, I'm going to get cut. No, this is good. This is good. And it keeps going back and forth. And the reason you know it goes back and forth is because it does what the music does or it does what the show does. Yes. They it play p- the music to emphasize. Yes. That. And so it goes all hopeful and then doom. <laughs> then hopeful and then doom. And he keeps going like... You're a piece of shit because you've never done this before so that I can enjoy this. I can enjoy eating this and really berating you on how shitty it was that you picked <laughs> this. Because if you had picked this before, then you'd know that people would love to eat this. And then he just keeps going back, back and, and forth. forth and back all and the forth. way to the point where he fucking kills him. Like he goes up and starts stabbing him. And how dark did that get? Real dark, dude. See? There's a taste. Right there is a taste of how dark they're going to get. Um, not just funny, not just commentary, but you know what? We're going to make we're going to do commentary and we're also going to get really fucking dark and see how you feel about it. Let's do it. Um but hang on, I want to interject in a, a a personal comment here, okay? Yeah. Um this is probably the best metaphor um that I could explain when I tell you that I say you're wishy-washy. <laughs> <laughs> That's I me. feel like I I'm feel like I'm Jordan Peele getting shivved in the kitchen, dude. I'm gonna be key the whole time, being <laughs> like, "No, this is why this is important." But I'm cool with it if it's not. <laughs> no, you're right. That's all, dude. I love when you keep saying that too on the show. <laughs> it's all if you know if you want to know what we're talking about. Listen to Out of the Shadows podcast. Yes. Um, next, and this comes up the rest of the show. This becomes a little segment throughout the rest of the show. This is a reality camera. That follows the life of Lil Wayne in prison. Mm, yes, dude. And this is How awesome. How much did you because love this? this is, I love this because back then when this show was coming on, not that I followed the show, but I was a huge Lil Wayne fan. So I know the shit that was going on. And like, yes, this was X amount of years ago, but I'm still, I was there. I lived yeah. it. It's relevant to me. Not like a lot of the 90s stuff you talk about, you know? And the- <laughs> Talking about how old I am, uh, but no, that, dude. Because I wish I was more of a '90s kid. I wish I was more of a. But 90s I know this person, shit too, you know. And that's the thing. No, so I Lil know. Wayne is—he's in prison, mm-hmm. and they were trying to show because Lil Wayne always talked about like, yeah, I'm this and that. And so they were like, what if they actually sh- followed him in prison? And he kept trying to be like, young money, uh, uh, that, that with the <laughs> music, hard ass motherfucker. And then dude. all of a sudden, there's legit like fucking hard time guys in here and they're shiving the shit out of him here and there and every time they do it's funny (laughs) like you shouldn't laugh at that but you laugh at that it's fucked up but you laugh at that yes so that's the next piece um (laughs) then ancestry.com Oh, this was <laughs> this white lady's like, oh, dude, I did this and I found out I was related to King George the first or something. See, and here's the thing: this is so great because what did you think it was was on Comedy Central, right? Hulu. No, 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 not where we watched it when it first aired. This was a Comedy Central show, right? Okay, so this is the second time I've seen this episode and the second time I've fallen for this where I thought, thought it was, was an actual commercial. commercial. And I'm like, saw... hang on a second. I'm not going to say anything for fear of looking like a moron to Chris. So I'm just going to, and I'm like, yes, this is It was like a show. white lady, then it was a white guy, then this old white lady. Yep. And they were all like, I was oh, I'm related to so-and-so. And then a black person that was just like, I was related to Thomas Jefferson. And then they go to and another couple like, white people. And so you get that and you're like, okay. You know, okay, that's funny. Obviously, this is part of the show. Because but... we know, though, Thomas Jefferson... Would fuck all had the a lot of yes. children through the slaves. Yes, 
And so then another white person, but then back to a black person, Thomas Jefferson. And it just got funnier and funnier, <laughs> dude. And how good was it? It was like it, was it, great, it, it reminded me of the SNL days when they would put in their fake commercials in such a way mm. where you really thought it was a real one all the way till the punchline. You're like, oh, God damn it. See, that was they the do do show. that. They do do that still. Um, and they do catch me off guard sometimes. Sometimes they're really well done where I'm like, oh, I did not know this was part of the sketch, you know, or part of the yeah, show. Exactly. Um, but yeah, this was pretty good. And it was a real quick one. It wasn't like it was yeah. very long. It wasn't involved. It was, here's this, laugh, and then the next thing. Great, though. Hell yeah, dude. And that's the thing I love about this show. This show is like, it's quick. The, mm-hmm. the fucking humor, the comedy is is legit. Even now, because it came out, what, 10 years ago? And still killer. Still great. Oh, yeah, dude. You know what I mean? For real. Um, And then, let's comment on, like... When this show came out and shows like this, typically this is this is geared toward like college age kids. Okay, yes. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. And let me can I give you some history? Okay. Yeah, go. We're gonna take a side trip down to a to a time, a take previous life of Jim's. Take me there. Um when I was living in LA. Ding. I was living with Ding. Mike and Sam Ding. and that other kid. Ding. Um, and there was four of us living in an, (laughs) there was like four of us living in an, no, (laughs) there was like four of us living in an apartment that was maybe 500 square feet. Right. Okay. So we had this one kid come out and, um, looking back on it and the way everything ended up with this kid, I regret the way it ended up. I wish I still was, you know, knew this kid and talked to him regularly, but this kid was hardcore in the key and peel. And he reminded oh, me. Oh, okay. And now I think I, I know to, who you're talking about. Yes. And now I that I know who you're talking about. And now about. that I've seen more of this, he reminded me yes, so much of Jordan Because Peele. him and his friend were really trying to yes, pull that dude. off while they were here. Yes. But even, on set. But even so much. Yes. But even after, even moving yes. to LA and living yes. there with this kid and being around him and seeing how he you acts got that and his comedy. mannerisms. You got that yes. idea. Yes. He, he, he really embodied that essence. But I'm um, talking about like when you talk about these kinds of shows during your college years, you're typically sitting in your dorm or your apartment with your friends, mm-hmm. munching on munchies, mm-hmm. and boom, ding, 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 ding. But hang on, dude. But now, but now let's step back to this flashback. That's how I was living, dude. Okay. It was literally when we were living here. It was like we were living in college. Yeah. Guess what? That's how you watch the show today. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the beauty was is they have the next sketch is about the legalization of cannabis at the time. Mm. The fact that you could get it medically, right? Mm-hmm. And so the idea was, it's a place where you go to the doctors to get a card, right? Mm-hmm. And it's easy. All you have to say is you have this or that, something that's super simple that they yep. can't really measure, and you'll get your card, right? And the whole joke was that this dude didn't understand that. So Jordan Peele goes in and he sits down and he's like, oh, so you're here for this. Okay. So can you tell me AIDS? <laughs> right out the gate. That's the first thing he goes He with. goes, excuse me? AIDS. <laughs> he's like, I- I- I'm sorry. I don't understand. He goes, oh, f- you know, for marijuana, the can AIDS. He's like. <laughs> No, 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 no. I don't think you understand this. He's, so, do, do, you know, do you have like tell back me something pain that I can't measure? Because with AIDS, I got to fill out paperwork. We I need, can test I your blood. There's going to be evidence. Yes. Tell me something we can't back, test. You sure you don't have anxiety? You don't have trouble sleeping? Nope. You're back. Nope. I sleep fine. He goes, 
He goes, no, no, I need you to say this if you want that. He goes, oh, I get it. Okay, cool, cool. Leprosy. <laughs> and that's the joke. Every time it's shit that you're he just, just like, what's wrong with off you, these dude? Fucking things, dude. Oh God! How uh, but funny now is that? again, how funny is it though? It's funny. It's and commentary. It's, it's fucking hilarious to me. You know why? Because flashback to moving to L.A. This is how it was out there, dude. You'd see these little shops set up with these green little uh, yeah. uh, plus signs, and you had to and figure you know out you what could to go, say. You know, you could go there. They'd be like, "All right," and they would, dude, they had them on Venice fucking beach, and they know what you're there for. I got to so just go in and say, "My, my back hurts. My head. Aches. I get migraines. I get like, my, here all right, you go. here you go." 60 bucks in evaluation. So say you get 100 people that come in who are fucking visiting from out of state exactly. even, dude. Here you go. And that's good. So they made it, they, it was commentary on that and how yes. funny it was. And yes. that's, I think, the and thing that's is, wild because now you think about it, that's not a culture that people know out there. Because now everything's been, been, you can walk more into any fucking store now. Well, we do here in New you York. You know, obviously older people, but like this younger generation who are coming up who maybe missed this time period. But think about his you generation. Know? He runs in going, oh, yeah, AIDS. absolutely. AIDS from the 80s, <laughs> 80s where dude. he knows like, oh, shit, let me give you something to help you live. Well, back when they didn't understand it, now they can, they can test it. They know AIDS. what causes it. They know what they need to give you. Oh, God. They're not going to prescribe pot for fucking AIDS, dude, or leprosy. They're going to put you in a fucking community up the shore away from everybody else okay so we go from there to the very last sketch which inevitably became a very 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 famous and popular sketch for key and peel i gotta tell you for the very first episode to pull off a sketch like this and create characters that became iconic to the point where Mm. one of the characters legit infiltrated reality that's saying something for your very first show, very first sketch, and the last sketch to end your show. And I'm talking about when Jordan Peele plays Barack Obama mm-hmm. and Keegan-Michael Key plays Luther, his like anger translator. I forgot so what he's called. So let me ask you this because I'm unfamiliar. Again, I, okay. I really haven't seen the show much. What do you mean infiltrated reality? Because I think so, I know what you're going to say and so I really hope go. it's what I think. So here we go. They did this. Right and okay, so let's back up. Barack okay. Obama, as president, was always known as that politician that was very kind of tried to be cool. Yeah, tried to be chill. Right, mm-hmm. even when people attacked him, he was always like, "Nah, don't worry about hey, it." Right? Hey, hey, chill. It's all good. Don't worry about it. It's okay. It's at the right time and place. Right now, it's about trying to build the country. Right? Yes. Like that's Barack Obama and and Jordan uh, better than me, dude. Jordan <laughs> Peele does that fucking almost perfect. Yeah, I'll say. He almost sounds just like him, dude. Oh you know my what god. I mean? Well, even it's even insane. you could close see, your eyes thing, and like, you hear Barack Obama. It's insane. See, and here's the thing. I knew that he'd done Barack Obama impressions. Yeah. I know he'd done them on the show. And even watching watching it again this time, I forget which. It might have been the one. Uh, 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 I said, "Bitch" uh, sketch. <laughs> I could I said, hear it. I could hear it in his voice yeah. on. The, the character that he was playing on that sketch. So, yeah. yes, he, he nails it, dude. So the idea is Barack Obama in real life mm-hmm. was kind of like this even keel cool guy. Even when, like, things that should have upset him when he responded, it was always kind of like this, it doesn't matter, blah, 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 blah right? Mm-hmm. So the joke is, is that his party was not happy that he wasn't more fiery about things, right? But he doesn't want to kind of break decorum. So instead... He hires an anger translator, right? Yes. And it's this dude that's like, he looks like he used to fucking have have hookers. Like, he's a pimp almost, oh, right? Oh, yeah, dude. And he's, he's standing like this. He's got rings on all his fingers, <laughs> which means it hurts when pimp. you slap you, bro. Yeah, dude. 
And he'll be like, you know, people thought I wasn't hard enough on uh, Kim Jong-il or whatever, right? North Korea. And he'd be like, listen, motherfucker, Kim Jong-il, you think I'm going to fuck around with you? Play me. Try me, motherfucker. And, but that's the whole joke. Like, that every time he'd say something that was politically correct, fucking Luther would step in and just be like, you know what, you stupid son of a bitch? I'm going to tell you what's up. And he'd just fucking just lay it out. And that's, the, it's funny. Like, every yeah, time dude. he'd say something, trying to be politically correct, this is maybe what he meant, <laughs> which is funny. Like yes, that's, dude. and then it became famous because it would show up so many more times. I think it was like in, in like well, a this is still somewhere. like this is still like the, I don't want to say the early birth, but this is still the birth of like social media as we yeah. know it. It's, so the, it's uh, all over the place. Still. I, I believe Being it was shared. in a commercial. It was yeah. It would start. You would see me, or you would see the videos that were shared, mm-hmm. but then. Do you know what it is when they have the um the 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 they have this big dinner right? It's a big banquet dinner for all the the news people. Right? Oh like, yes, uh, what is and that called? Typically, um, it's political. You have you have comedians come in that roast people. Yes, and then the president does his own little roast or whatever. So during that time, Barack Obama brought. Keegan Michael Key with him. Oh, did he really to play Luther? This is what I was hoping you would so say, that dude. Everything he said in his thing was like cool and politically correct, but he let him go off. <laughs> Yo, I gotta see. Is there a video of that? Yeah, it's not as hard as you wish it would get, but come on, it's oh, so well, good. Yeah, dude. And that's the thing. It was funny that like they embraced it. It became this almost. It became a pop culture thing. It wasn't Hmm. just now a TV show from whatever. It was pop culture. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So how powerful that the very first episode of your sketch comedy show, which really is only in existence thanks to Dave Chappelle, right? But the the fact that this episode solidifies you guys now as the guys to watch for comedy now. I don't think this exists so... uh, You know, I mean, obviously, but I don't think this... You know... Exists solely because of Dave Chappelle. There's you can a big look back hand to a living in it. color. Because um, I think these two are resourceful enough that they would have been able to produce this show still, but it wouldn't have been what it is, and it wouldn't have been in as many eyes. You also wouldn't have them again. I just said it without in living color. You ever watch that show? Uh, no, but the one wow. with Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, we watched. Yeah, it. yeah, we watched some highlights from it. The very first. I mean, these. This was the very first run, uh, black run sketch comedy show. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? At least to my knowledge. From what I know. Yeah. But here you go. Key and Peel, the very first episode. Yeah. You know what I this mean, reminded me of a lot, too? What's that? On one of my favorite sketch comedy shows. Now we're going back, even before In Living Color. Uh-oh. Monty Python's Flying Circus. Yes. I mean, oh. if you want to go silly and crazy. And yes. Just but, like, like, but no, because there's this one episode that I always remember, and it's this running theme throughout the show where they keep talking about the larch, the tree. So it's like yeah. going back to this episode where they keep bringing back Little Wayne in prison. These callbacks throughout the entire episode. I love you know sketch I mean? comedy shows that do that, where they have a yes. sketch that breaks up and plays throughout the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. Yeah. Key and Peele, episode yeah, one. Yeah, this was a lot of fun, dude. Next time I have you on, Saturday Night Live, season one, episode one. Ooh, that have would you ever be seen a good it? one. I don't believe so. You've never seen it. Okay. It's nothing like what you see today. Interesting. It's What's the so other thing different. I said we had to watch? The first episode of. Um Just said it. Now I forgot. Maybe you recorded it. Yeah, we'll look at we'll look at it. Oh, uh Castle Rock. Yes. yes. 
I'll definitely have you on for Castle Rock and SNL episodes. We Word. can always just record them, specials, put them away. And then I'll drop them em. so the listeners get them when Courtney can't make it. Yeah, might as well, dude. Beautiful. I love when we talk shop and people are like, what are they talking about? Why Why? Like, why am I listening to this to be still? involved there's in your motherfucking production meeting. There's literally somebody that's driving right now and is still listening, even now, going... Why am I listening to this? God, I'm going to get to the office talking. and have to go through this anyway. Shut up. They're already done talking. Check us out on Tube Time uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, Tube Time Podcast. Uh, Check us out on Out of the Shadows uh, social media as well, Chris ooh. and I. Uh, you know, YouTube uh, eventually here. Um, uh, Facebook. Facebook, Twitter, and uh, the other one, Instagram. What is it? Uh, OTS Pod um, or Out of the Shadows Podcast. That's it. Also, look for us in the future because we have a lot of stuff coming. Yes. Until then, uh, I'm Chris. And I'm Jim. This has been Tube Time. And Courtney told me that she couldn't do it today, dude. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about you can't do it? She's like, man, I'm not feeling good. And I looked her right in her fucking oculars and I was just like. No, you didn't. I did, dude. I looked her right. I did. I said.